pastors into Catholic churches for two purposes. One was to influence the parishioners in those Catholic churches. Now, I want you to think about that for just a minute. I know it's early, but think. What that means is our government, through the FBI, was trying to influence people's thought concerning their religion inside their own church. Now, where are you supposed to be safe in America if your government is infiltrating your church? And the other thing that the FBI was doing in the churches, the Catholic churches across America, was saying, well, wait a minute, these guys, because they're pro-life, they must be a bunch of domestic terrorists, because they're pro-lifers. Remember, Merrick Garland has sicked the FBI on pro-lifers who have gone and prayed at abortion uh, facilities. I, I, I don't even like to call them clinics because they're not murder facilities. How's that sound? Uh, Baby-killing facilities. <clears throat> and people go and pray there, and the next thing they know, the FBI is knocking at their door with 28 guys with guns to haul them off to jail. This is happening in your America. And what we have found out through the Weaponization Committee is the FBI not only was seeking to influence parishioners inside of Catholic churches across America. Are you Catholic? Do you go to Mass? Do you know who you were talking to? Do you have any idea? You may have been talking to an agent of our government. I know it's weird. I know it's crazy. I know it's so conspiratorial, but it's true. It's happening. And then they were seeking to label Catholics as uh, um domestic terrorists. The FBI agents engage in outreach to Catholic parishes to develop sources among the clergy and church leadership to inform on Americans practicing their faith. The United States of Soviet America, ladies and gentlemen, under Joseph Biden, who, God, what a sicko. He was sniffing another young child yesterday. I'm serious. It's all over the Internet. Sniffing an... Why, why does this guy have to smell your kids? And why does the Dalai Lama want them to suck on his tongue? Yeah, we talked about that yesterday a little bit, but uh, he, he apologizes. I'll tell you about this a little bit later. <clears throat> the other thing that we're finding out concerning your government today, weaponization of your government, is that Biden and his administration was involved in the Mar-a-Lago raid. They said they were, quote, shocked and, quote, surprised by the Mar-a-Lago raid. But now what we have found out, they initiated the special access requests. The administration did. Remember, the DOJ is supposed to be independent, not supposed to be influenced by the administration at all. And they accused Donald Trump of that on many, many occasions, and he never did it. But again, Democrats, whatever they are accusing their opponent of doing, they're doing for sure. And so Joe Biden's administration initiated the special access request, which then rolled out the tanks to Mar-a-Lago in a political hit on an opponent. That is complete and total uh, third world country banana republic. And now, kind of wrapping up this little thing here on, uh, on the weaponization of our government against our, its citizens, I want you to pay close attention to this when this is big. All of it's big. All of it is. All right? They're sending the FBI into Catholic churches to monitor you and to influence you while you're at Mass. 
This administration is actively pursuing a political opponent now through the justice system, actively doing it. That's Banana Republic. And now we find out that social media companies are now home to hundreds, if not thousands, of former FBI, CIA, and Homeland Security agents. Now, I know you probably haven't had your first cup of coffee yet, so you probably don't realize what that the implications are. But this has turned into what they call an employment pipeline, their words, an employment pipeline. What does that mean? Well, <laughs> do you have a social media account? Facebook, Instagram, any of those? Twitter, you got any of those? Okay. So now you've got hundreds, if not thousands, of former FBI, CIA, and Homeland Security agents working at those companies, working for Meta, working for the folks at Google, working for the folks at Instagram. And they have become now, obviously, a government surveillance apparatus. If the FBI, former FBI folks and former Homeland Security folks are now working at those places, you can bet 100% anything that you're doing, anything, whether it's cat videos, sex videos, or anything that you're doing on social media, they know about, and the government, and they're reporting it to the government. I know it's all freaky. It sounds so crazy. But it's true. It's real. And thank, once again, thank God for the Republicans and Jim Jordan and the Weaponization Committee because they're uncovering all kinds of stuff where your government is surveilling you and they are influencing you and they're going into your church and they're going, they're, you know, do political hit jobs against their opponents and so on and so forth that you never even knew was happening because it all stayed under the waterline. Remember the swamp waterline? All of it stayed under the waterline. And now now Jim Jordan and the Republicans are bringing it above the water so we all can see exactly what they're doing. 26-year-old hero police officer Nicholas Wilt of Louisville shot in the head while running toward that shooter yesterday. Wilt graduated from the academy just two weeks ago. And he's fighting for his life in the Louisville hospital today this is not a gun problem remember i do not say the names of these shooters and i would prefer that we not even talk about it but i'm being forced to talk about it because it's a huge news story right now but i prefer that the media get together and the media decide that we're not going to talk about these guys anymore and if you quit talking about it they'll stop doing it if you quit talking about it they'll stop doing it And we need to have an agreement among all the media. Now, the left-wing media, the corporate media, ABC on our station, sorry for that, CBS, CNN, they're all in it for the Democrats. They're all in it for gun control. They are propagandists for the Democrat Party. So they're not going to take that pledge. But what we're finding out about the shooter here, in this case... He had multiple concussions. Does the name Aaron Hernandez ring a bell? Aaron Hernandez played football, played for the uh, Patriots, ended up in prison and dying in prison because he had CTE, and he shot some people and murdered them. Well, this guy ended up, his dad was his basketball coach and his football coach, and this guy ended up with multiple concussions. This guy who did this shooting yesterday, multiple concussions, so many that he had to take the extraordinary measure of wearing a boxing helmet while playing basketball. Now, how many times do you see that? You don't. You don't. But he had so many concussions 
that when he played on the basketball team that his dad was the coach for, that he had to wear one of those, you know, you see those boxing things, those, those foam helmets, he had to wear one of those. That's how many concussions the cat had. Don't tell me this is a gun problem, that we have a problem with guns in America. You have a mental health problem in America. You have a mental health problem in America. A lot of these people are on drugs from Big Pharma. I don't know if he was or not. I don't know that we're ever going to find out. He did in, 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 in posts on the Internet. He did talk about depression, having depression. He was consoling other people who were going. So we know he had depression. And I'll tell you something else that we found out through his media posts. And this is why this story is going to disappear today. This story will go away today. You know why? He was a BLM supporter and a, and a Trump hater. Bye-bye, Louisville bank shooting story. Those guys in that corporate media I was just talking about, they're going to kill this story as quick as they can. Now, Fox is still talking about it. I think the others are pretty much done with it. ABC ran a little bitty thing on it today. He was about to be fired and was told he was about to be fired. Now, who the hell let him back in that bank? Who the hell let him back in that bank? That's the first thing. Remember McDonald's last week? McDonald's last week went through a complete reorganization, and they fired a bunch of people, and they shut down their corporate offices and told everybody, stay home, and we're going to do this all, this reorganization, we're going to do this all by the Internet. And people were sent emails, the people who were fired from McDonald's last week, and they closed down their corporate offices. Why do big corporations do that? Well... Yesterday's a prime example. So anyway, this is not a gun problem. And this thing's going to go away because he supported BLM and hated Trump. So, you know, they're going to get rid of this story. But the story we have in America is a mental health crisis. And number one story, and number one problem we have in America is a spiritual crisis in America. I'll say it again, and I apologize if it sounds repetitive to you at this point, but we need to make America godly again. We need to go back to the principles of the Ten Commandments in the Bible. And when we start to do that, you'll start to see this country turn around, but not until then. Prop A in SA. I got a story from San Francisco I want to share with you next that's directly related to Prop A in San Antonio. That's coming up. Trey Ware, KTSA. Hi, Trey Ware here for Alamo. Hey, Trey Ware here, KTSA. It's the 11th of April. Prop A coming to San Antonio. I got a friend of mine to contact me last night, and he said there's a group out of Austin that is pushing this because he's getting phone calls on his cell phone now. This group out of Austin is calling around and pushing Prop A. Doesn't surprise me in the least. We've heard about Walmart and Cracker Barrel leaving these cities that have Prop A type, you know, and, and other businesses, uh, many, many, many other businesses leading these, leaving these cities that have Prop A type measures that have driven up crime in those cities and the Walmarts of the world and the Cracker Barrels and the others. They have to leave because they can't do business there. Well, add to the list Whole Foods. Now, you can't get any more left wing than Whole Foods, okay? It is as far left as you're going to get. It's now owned by Amazon and all that crap that Bezos believes in. He pushes through the food at Whole Foods. Well, they just last year opened up a flagship store in San Francisco. 
just last year, 64,000-square-foot flagship store. They shut it down yesterday. Crime and needles and homeless people coming in and living at the front door. We're closing our Trinity location. If we, if we feel we can ensure the safety of our team members in the store, we will evaluate a reopening of our Trinity location. They said it was deteriorating street conditions around drug use and crime near the grocery store as to why we're closing it. Fears of a doom loop in which a cascade of negative financial impacts compound have spread across the city. City Hall officials currently expect $800 million deficit in San Francisco's budget. ¿Por qué? Because the businesses are shutting down. And so people are losing their jobs. Why? Because they went soft on crime, a la Prop A. And don't believe for one minute the mayor's still not supporting this thing. Okay, He's playing both sides of the fence on it. So are the other city council members who are now saying they're against it. In October, in October, the grocery store slashed its operating hours due to high theft and hostile visitors. In November, they enforced a new bathroom policy after they were finding syringes and pipes in the restrooms at the Whole Foods in San Francisco. Three years ago, San Francisco Mayor Ron Nirenberg, actually it's London Breed, announced a plan to defund police like Ron Nirenberg did here three years ago. Now, with the city short 540 police officers in San Francisco, and a rapidly growing area controlled by violent drug dealers, the mayor is finally asking the federal government, and that's been the plan with the fund of police all along, the federal government to send in the gendarmes, and that's the beginning of the whole Gestapo thing. That's where it gets started. Trey, wasn't San Francisco a tourist destination oh to God. go see the Golden Gate Bridge, Lombard Street, Ghirardelli Square? The whole wharf, the whole Fisherman's Wharf area, all that just been there on both sides i've been i went there when it was that beautiful place and now i've been back since it's a hellhole we make 400 million dollars a year in san antonio off of uh, conferences and mm-hmm. tourism mm-hmm. we can kiss half that money goodbye oh more than that more see, than i half would of be it. curious to see how much san francisco has lost in tourism revenue oh my god well that's why they have an 800 million dollar deficit out there with 540 police officers gone and that's what's going to happen in san antonio that's what's going to happen here. And you're going to see businesses close, and you're going to see cops quit, and you're going to see crime escalate if the city council gets what they want. Not regard, not t- not what they say they want. What they actually want is Prop A to pass and go soft on crime, and that's coming here if you don't motivate. you got to motivate. you got to activate. I think we have the women's Final Four coming up soon, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. those weekends, when we get the Final Fours, that is a huge spike in the economy. And who wants to go down there for a basketball game when they're going to be accosted on the Riverwalk, when they're going to be robbed on the Riverwalk, and there won't be any cops to protect them? And that's where Prop A is going to lead, and I'm giving you examples all across America – Whole Foods, it doesn't get any more left-wing than Whole Foods, leaving, closing their big flagship store in San Francisco because of the crime and the drugs and the homeless condition, which is growing here. Ron Nirenberg has this dream that San Antonio becomes San Frantonio. I've been calling it that for years. And that dream, if it becomes a reality, will ruin your life here. 
Bud Light gets the push back. I got some interesting audio for you coming up next. Trey Ware, KTSA. I don't know anybody that... The 537 now, KTSA. Now, I'll be honest with you, as I always am every day. 210-599-5555. Uh, I'm not a big beer drinker. I really don't. Yeah. If beer didn't exist tomorrow, I'd be okay. Wouldn't bother me at all. In fact, uh, when I went to the float house a couple of Saturdays ago, I had a Lone Star. The first, a Lone Star. First time I had a beer. I can't remember the last time. Since the day before. No. (laughs) No. 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 (laughs) That's a good guess, shirt boy. But but no. Shirt boy. (laughs) That's a new one. We're shopping in the same place, man. We'll talk about that in a minute. But I really, I I can't remember. You know, it's just not my thing. It never was. Right. Never. Even back, you know, when it was supposed to be. When you're a high schooler or after high school and it's supposed to be, you know, cheap and easy to get a hold of, it never was my thing. I just, plus, I don't do a whole lot of drinking and drugging anyway. Well, no drugging, but, you right. know, that's just not my thing. This yeah. never has been me. Right. Not, you know, well, there's nothing wrong with that. No, and, and there's nothing wrong if that's your thing. If you like beer, you're a beer guy, good for you. I'm, I'm proud for you. But I would, you know, I was never really much of a beer drinker either, unless it was free. And then I <laughs> helped myself. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to pay for it. <laughs> good so point. beneath me. Good point. I understand. <laughs> and I never was a Bud Light guy. Now, I knew plenty of guys who were. Yeah. Uh, you know, bikers motorcyclists you know you go to Bubba's Big Deck and that was one of the that was the number one selling beer at at the Big Deck when it was down on the river um so I mean you know a lot lot of guys and 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 a lot of blue collar guys really liked Bud Light this is what my dad drinks well okay there you go prime example you don't get any more blue collar than your papa pulling taters out of the ground and running steel and all the other stuff he's done all of his life working hard all of his life still working hard still work you and me under the ground by the way yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm reminded of it. <laughs> Every I time you him. see him, I still work. You're still still sitting down and talking for a living, <laughs> That's huh? That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so there's protests all over the internet. You know this about Bud Light and what they did. Yeah. Right. Okay. So some of these guys have taken like, well, we talked last week about Kid Rock shooting a bunch of it up, you know, with his AR. And then you got these guys that went out and got these gigantic rollers that they use when they make streets, you know? Yeah. And they... Just took, took I, I don't know how many thousands of Bud Light cans of beer in his parking lot and drove over them. <laughs> so you got beer flowing everywhere. Just all kinds of stuff like that that's going on. So, you know, this whole thing about you go woke, you go broke. And that's what they're doing with American corporations. So I've got this this audio from this Alyssa, uh, I think it's Heinerscheid. Heinerscheid. She is the vice president of marketing over at Bud Light. Heinerscheid. Right. She looks kind of like a dude to me, but I, you know, I don't know. I have no idea if she is or not, but she looks kind of like one. And right, Jimmy? Jimmy's like, "Yep, for sure. He's seen the video too, right?" She's got the strong German genes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Heinerscheid. Heinerscheid. Did they bring her in from Germany? Is she is she a German? Really? Like a a German beer girl? <laughs> Guy, girl? I don't know. Anyway, In this lengthy video, she explains why they decided to blow up an iconic beer brand. I'm a businesswoman. Mm -hmm. I had a really clear job to do when I took over Bud Light. That's truly inclusive and feels lighter and brighter and different and appeals to women and to men. Mm -hmm. And representation is at sort of the heart of evolution. You've got to see people who reflect you in the work. And we had this hangover. I mean... Bud Light had been kind of a brand of fratty, 
kind of out of touch humor and <laughs> it was really important that we had another approach. <sighs> Who hired this person for marketing at Bud Light? Who found this person? That when you want to evolve a brand, you know, that means inclusivity. So they we they went and found a guy who is acting as though he's a prepubescent girl, a gay guy who is acting like he's a prepubescent girl and made him the hero of their very manly beer. Okay. Bud Light is a blue-collar beer, and you're not going to change that. For years, if if you remember, at, at McDonald's last week, they had to blow up the whole thing and start all over again. They're reorganizing McDonald's now. Why? Because McDonald's core mission has always been what? Hamburger. <laughs> hamburger. McDonald's is a hamburger joint. That's what McDonald's. And they brought in salads. Remember when the salad was the big deal at McDonald's? Because we got to kind of uppity the place. We got to uppity up. And then they became the coffee place. Mac Cafe. We, we, we're getting away from all that. And we're going to be the new Starbucks. Remember that? Ray, remember when they tried pizza? I do. <laughs> I do. Yeah. And, it's, and and McRib, we're the barbecue joint. No, you're a hamburger joint. That's what you and I talked about, Ray Kroc. Mm-hmm. That's what Ray Kroc did. He said, you're going to get a hamburger, and you're going to get french fries, and you're going to get a shake. And that's it. That's what we got. If you want something else, we'll put a slice of cheese on a hamburger and give you a cheeseburger with a shake and some french fries, but that's what you're going to get. A couple pieces of lettuce, yes. you know, tomato. So maybe. Sure. Maybe. Sure. But you're not, you're, we're not a salad joint. We're not a coffee place, et cetera. And they screwed around with McDonald's so much that last week they had to shut down the corporate offices, fire a bunch of people, and they're reorganizing, and hopefully they're going to come back as a hamburger joint because that's what McDonald's – when you see Golden Arches, you think hamburger. And a lot of times, Happy Meal hamburger for the kids to go play. All right. So anyway, and that's the same thing with Bud Light. So here's the ramifications of what the brilliant people over at Bud Light are doing. What you're about to hear is a guy who is an independent distributor. He's got Bud Light on his shirt. He doesn't work for Anheuser-Busch. There's a million independent distributors out there like the Republics and all those, right? And what they do is they take that product and they stock the stores with the product. Okay, you got me. You, you follow me on that. When you go to the store, that dude that's stocking the store in there, he doesn't necessarily work for, and most times doesn't work for Anheuser-Busch. He works uh, for an independent, okay? And that's the guy you're about to hear. He's at a grocery store on the beer aisle showing you what he's talking about. I work for an affiliate company, Anheuser, and... The sole product of the company I work for is Anheuser-Busch products. So with all this canceling going on, um, there's, I mean, I've never seen such little sales in this past few days uh, on these products. And it's, it's sad because when people don't buy this beer, I don't make money and I can't feed my family. So it's kind of uh, heartbreaking, I guess, that um, Anheuser-Busch did what they did. They don't know their clientele. So it's uh, kind of heartbreaking. Thanks, Anheuser-Busch. I may not be able to feed my family coming up here soon. 
So what he's showing you is all the empty spaces for all the other beers and plenty of Bud Light and the other Anheuser-Busch products that are there. Go woke, go broke. Go woke, go broke. That's exactly what happens. Now, you know, just a real quick marketing lesson. You play to your strengths, okay? Whatever that strength might be, you play to that. You double down on your strengths. So if Budweiser or Bud Light was a blue-collar beer, then you make commercials showing guys in hard hats and women, whatever, you know, uh, in blue-collar, and they're drinking your product, and you that's the commercial. You don't go get a gay guy acting like a prepubescent girl and expect that to work because then you have guys like that independent distributor who's out of luck, who's now not able to feed his family. The woke thing is not working in America. It's being pushed by all the higher-ups, and they're trying to shove it down our throats. But America is rejecting it, and thank God that America is rejecting this woke nonsense, especially this trans stupidity that is happening in our culture right now. All right, I got to tell you about our friends over at River City Oral Surgery. River City Oral Surgery, Dr. Mark Havercorn. You hear us talk about him all the time here on KTSA. Why? Because we believe in him. That's why we believe in what he does. We believe in his office. We believe in his personality and his personnel, the people that work there, and the way that they treat people just like you and me when you go see Dr. Mark Havercorn at River City Oral Surgery. Uh, everything from tooth instra- extractions, uh, wisdom teeth removal, to major facial reconstruction. He does all of these things at River City Oral Surgery because he is an oral surgeon and a medical doctor. But also the implants that you hear so much about these days where you can have a brand new set of teeth that will outlive you and little to no maintenance whatsoever for that brand new set of teeth. We call them implants. You can get all on four uh, uppers and lowers done or just a few done if you'd like to do that. Whatever the case is. You don't have to go through tooth pain and all that rigmarole having to go back to the dentist every couple weeks to have work done. Now, River City Oral Surgery can do these implants, and they'll look gorgeous. Find out what they cost you and more about their practice on the website, rivercityoms.com. I want to talk to you about a new friend that I made. Defense Secretary in the Reagan administration who joins us frequently on the show, and she did the pledge. If you'd like to say the pledge, the number is 210-654-5155, 210 210- Six five four fifty one fifty five, and you can leave it on there, and Jimmy will rip it off and uh, and put it on. Now I got a real good feel good story. I'm going to get to here in a couple of seconds, but first, every time you lean back and you do that thing where you put your arms up in the air like that, are you on roids? I just have to ask you: are you are you hitting the, the, the sipinate or anything? Are you doing any roids? No. Are you sure? Uh, yeah, I'm positive. Are positive. you taking anything to lose weight? I mean, are you like on Ozempic or any of those things? No. God, what is going on with you, man? His arm, have you noticed that? His he, arms are getting like. It looks like he works out. It, oh, well, okay, yeah. yeah. Is that what it is? You've yeah. been lifting? Four days a week. Four days a I, week? Yeah, you know, four. Yes, yeah, if I can go five, I'll go five. You should work on the glutes more, Don. <sighs> you check it out my ass. I was going to say, man. <laughs> Jimmy. What come a on, thing for a guy. Look at my butt. So, have you gone to work for Budweiser? Is that your deal now? Are you the, are you the new Miss Bud Light? <laughs> Jimmy nice. Trevino, the new Miss Bud Light. Yeah, I thought maybe my, my butt's so fine, Jimmy thought I was a lady. <laughs> I like big butts and I cannot lide. Oh, I need glasses. You, Yeah, you really do. You need uh, something other than glasses. Yeah, you need a slap like you upside the head. You need to stay over there yeah. is what you need. <laughs> 
fella. <laughs> Can't you guys walk down a hall together? So anyway, you know, we have held hands. But well, that's, that's, a, that's another story. So anyway, uh, I, you and I buy shirts at Walmart, same rack, but we don't do it at the same time, right? We walk over there and we go, "Hey, man, it's the under ten dollar rack." And yeah. nine times out of ten, we have the same shirt. Right. And uh, you had to go buy a new suit because your big thing coming up is the top anchor in America, and you, it's coming up this weekend. So you need to get a new suit that's yeah. slimmer at the waist and broader at the shoulders. Yeah, basically. I, I know that. I know that story. I had to do that myself, and so I, I had size nineteen arms. I had to go to Larry Mazur, the late Larry Mazur, and have him make shirts for me because my neck was a um, like a twenty five. When I was playing football, I had no neck. You can see the pictures online, and my arms were 19-inch arms. So anyway, he had to make it, and my waist was a 27, so he had to make shirts for me. So you're doing the same thing now. You're you're doing the same gig. So you went to my second choice <laughs> yesterday, which is Kohl's. Right. I went, actually, I went last week <laughs> okay. to buy the suit, and as I was, and I paid more than I wanted to. Yeah. But then the lady says, uh, you know, you get some Kohl's cash. Hey, back, nice. You know, so you can just go back to the store whenever and buy. Yeah. So she gave me like sixty dollars worth of worth of Kohl's cash, man. Right? And so I, you know, and you, you can't have, spend the Kohl's cash over at Walmart on the ten dollar no, rack. Not I got at all, you. No, yeah. no. And I, you know, I tried to, you know, sure, pass it off at the bar. Mm-hmm. You know, that didn't work. Either. That didn't work either. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. um, walked up to some, you know, various young women and say, "Yo, look at this wad of Kohl's cash." Mm-hmm. Hey, it shows you a player, right? Here. Yeah. So you ended <laughs> up with a nice couple but, of nice shirts. So anyway, and they only give you a certain amount of time to go spend the Kohl's of cash. Of course. Yeah. You know, like ten minutes. You have like between noon and three p.m. <laughs> That's right. On a Monday, <laughs> to go after Easter, uh-huh. you have to be there at that time, right? And you know you have to buy, you know whatever whatever it is they have there sure. on this one rack. Nah, it's it's not that. It's not. <laughs> you have that to bad, choose but, from these two shirts, yeah, right? <laughs> no, actually, this is the only shirt you're allowed. We to have get blue and not so blue. <laughs> Those are the colors you can choose. <laughs> it's true, but no, you know I, I needed to buy some new shirts because all of mine are. You wear them out. Well, you know they're they're just re- really too big at this point. Well, that's so. okay. You can wear a yeah. tent. That's what I do. Yeah, I still wear my tent. Right. I, you know, I have I, Omar the tent maker make it for me. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's over in the Middle East. Yep. <laughs> Omar the tent maker. Is that what that is? Yeah. Okay. I just have him do that well, for me. Good for you for keeping Omar. <laughs> <laughs> well, him and Whoopi. Yeah. Whoopi. <laughs> Man, I ain't that fat. What the hell are you talking about? You're kissing up to him on his butt, and you're calling me fat. No, I this was boy thinking, is was this a... boy's got double trouble. If you don't slap him, I will. That was a whoopee joke. Okay, yeah, he wasn't knocking you. All right, not yet. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> he was saying I'm yeah. there with whoopee. So anyway, here's the deal. Here's the real good feel good story. You ready? Okay. In Marion County, which is by Longview. They'd had this woman on the missing persons list for a while. Mm-hmm. Okay. Some fisher guys go over to the lake over there. What's the name of that lake? Oh, Lake of, lake of the Pines. Lake of the Pines. And they notice there's a car submerged in Lake of the Pines. So they call authorities and say, there's a car submerged Lake of the Pines right there. Mm-hmm. She's in the car. Oh, I heard about this. Alive. That's amazing. In the car, alive. Yeah. Under the water, submerged, missing person for I don't know how long, weeks, I don't know. And she's alive in the car. I guess days, whatever. It couldn't be weeks. It has so to be days. There yeah. was enough air in the car. It didn't totally right. yes. fill up. It was a pocket of air for her. Yes. Oh, wow. 
And they they pull the car and they go, uh, there's somebody in there moving around. And she's fine. Mm-hmm. They sent, you know, took her to the hospital and all that stuff, got her some food, maybe some Bud Light. I don't know. But, I mean, they got her what she needed to, to come back to feeling good, and yeah. she's doing okay. Right. I mean, that's the last time she buys a TomTom Tom GPS. Well, you're right about that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she had a Bud Light or two yeah, on there. You, know, you never know. You Ended never up in the middle tell. of the Lake of the Pines. Well, you know, thank God she's okay. Well, thank that's, God is right. Yeah, that's great. Because he's the only one that could have kept her alive in that yeah, situation. Definitely a miracle there. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah, wonderful story. Real good feel-good story. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Hi, Trey Ware here. Deets Tractor. Baby. No, I think everyone should listen to him. Now on FM 1071. Hit it, Jimmy. Hit it. Roll it, baby. Let's go. Yeah. That's my hit and get it song for the motorcycle, which I'll be doing the next couple of days. If you notice the weather, it's going to be motorcycle weather. You do see that, right? Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> you won't be able to find me after 9 o'clock, I promise. Hey, I want to say something about Balima Huerta. Um, of course, my dad knew him really well. Uh, being born here, uh, he was from San Benito and played every little two-bent joint throughout <laughs> South Texas. And then we were, Dad was at K-Buck on the morning show, and then I was doing K-Buck uh, weekends and then I, uh, the night show. When all that stuff started to hit, and he was kind of like in the same time that Johnny Rodriguez, who's another friend, uh, was doing the same thing, mixing country music with um Tejano, if you will, at that time. I don't even know we called it Tejano at the time. We, we probably didn't. Uh, but he you know, started to mix the lyrics, you know, Spanish and English back and forth, right? So Freddie starts to do that with Next Teardrop Falls and all the others that come along. Wasted days and wasted nights, and we played the heck out of that, you know. So we, we, we knew him pretty well. Dad knew him very well from, like, the 60s and stuff when he was just getting started, right? And then he really hit in the 70s with all those songs. And then the Texas Tornado thing came along. And uh, Augie had told me um, that he had run into to Freddie in an airport. I think it was in L.A., I think. But anyway, and that Freddie wasn't doing all that well. So I called him and said, hey, would you do the show? And he did. And he was not doing well. And you could tell he wasn't doing well. In fact, he told me during the show, uh, this was, uh, I was doing the morning show here in 2006. And uh, he says, you know, if you keep this up, you might, uh, you, you might start to make something of yourself. You might start to be all right in this business. <laughs> so, Thanks, Freddie. Picking Appreciate on you. that. He's picking on you. <laughs> he died like the next day, maybe yeah. two days later or something. Right. Like, it was like within a couple of days. I did the last media interview that Freddie Fender ever gave. Oh, that's what you were trying to tell me. Yeah, that's what I was telling you. Yeah. Oh, okay. The last media interview mm-hmm. that he ever did, because he died, I think, the next day or two days later, something like that. 2006. Yeah, 2006, yeah. Right. The Tornadoes, yeah. uh, first super group in Tejano-esque music. Oh, yeah, for sure. No doubt, man. Well, think about who was in that band. <laughs> yeah. Good Lord, you know. Right. When you talk about Doug, there's there's where you start, and yeah. then Augie, and, and then uh, Flacco, and Freddie. Oh, my God. I mean, you don't get any better when it comes to Tejano than, those, than that that group right there. They were like so. the traveling Wilburys before the they Wilburys. They were, yeah. Easily, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I, that's great that he's being recognized by the folks. That's good. I'm really glad to hear yeah, that he deserves it. They've already got that big water tower down there with, yeah. his, with his smiling face. Well, he it. deserves it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you worked with, who did you work with? The Tornadoes? You worked with the Tornadoes when you were done? Elaine doesn't have a microphone. Will you, will you, can you just fi- can you fill out a request and get her a microphone in there? Sure. She needs a microphone in that you room. You dare me to call can, Shelton now and ask him? Somebody. Yeah. I, you know what? I, think, <laughs> I actually think the big boss engineer, Jeff, is in town this week, oh. so maybe... Maybe we can get you a microphone put in there so you yeah. could actually say that. Yeah. When she worked in, uh, she worked with all the big stars in Nashville for a long time and became friends with Marty Robbins' kid and all those up there. And uh, she uh, worked with the Texas Tornadoes while on that thing, too. So very cool. All right. Excellent. So I hate to waste your time like that. I hope it wasn't a waste of time. Freddie Fenner's an awesome guy. He was an awesome guy, and he deserves Texas the accolades. We should be talking about him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, t- yeah. Absolutely a Texas legend. And so is my friend Augie. Now, uh, Doug, of course, has been gone for years, and yeah. but anyway, yeah. I met Augie here in the hallway one day. Did you? Yeah, <laughs> it was like the, one of the coolest things ever. Yeah, I would just come around the corner. I'm like, hey, I know who you are. Well, yeah. Uh, I was. This was a few years ago. I was walking into a Costco over there in Selma, and uh, I hear, "Hey, what are you doing?" <laughs> and I turn around and see him. Doggy, hard to miss him. Yeah, oh, yeah, I can't miss Augie, you yeah. know. I've, I've known him literally my whole life, yeah. and uh, he's just a sweetheart of a guy. And anytime we need somebody to come play, uh, he's yes. like, okay, you know. Yeah. I contact Clay, his son, and say, can you play drums for Dad and bring him over and let him do a little hey, baby? And he's like, absolutely, we'll be there. You tell us what we need to do. They're just really good quality folks. Excellent. Like them a lot. Well, the Austin DA, Jose Garza, he's a plant in Austin, planted there by George Soros, doing all he can to destroy America, just like Alvin Bragg and Joe, let him go, Joe Gonzalez in San Antonio. The Austin DA, Jose Garza, is upset with Governor Abbott for his plan to pardon Daniel Perry. Well, I'm so sorry you have your feelings hurt about that. Garza has ignored grand jury indictments and has let alleged killers and hardened criminals go. In fact, Garza has never even once prosecuted even one BLM rioter. But a man, a white man, by the way, who defends himself when... An AK-47 is stuck up against his nose by a BLM rioter and shoots and kills the guy. He goes after him and gets a murder conviction, which isn't hard to do when you're talking about a guy who is defending his life with a weapon in Austin, Texas. They're so far gone in Austin, Texas, that that's not a surprise at all that he would get a conviction up there. But keep in mind, Jose Garza lets the bad guys go all the time it's called select prosecution like bragg in new york that's exactly what garza and austin is doing and why are they doing it because their boss george soros tells them to they're not hired by the people when the people elect them no they're high because the people are so stupid in austin and in bear county too oh did that hurt that they would take the, the the money from george soros and elect these fools who are destroying our criminal justice system here in America. Now, another big story out this morning that you need to hear about, and the other media is not telling you, but we got you covered. The Jim Jordan Weaponization Committee, thank God for them, 
has uncovered that the FBI has been targeting mainline Catholic churches to develop sources against parishioners. Are you a Catholic? Have you been going to Mass? Well, guess what? The FBI has been uh, sending informants inside of Catholic churches across America for two purposes. First of all, they want to influence the people's thinking inside of Catholic churches. Influence their thinking. They want you to think a certain way. You're not allowed to have your own uh, religious thoughts. They want to change your religious thoughts. And the other thing they want to do is they want to develop informants inside of Catholic churches because, you know, according to Merrick Garland's FBI and Christopher Ray's FBI, if you're a Catholic going to Mass, you must be a crazy terrorist. You must be a domestic terrorist, particularly if you're pro-life. That's when they send the FBI with 28 agents and guns to your home and arrest you. Yes, check the story. It happens here in the United States. So the FBI is monitoring Catholic churches using tripwire sources. You know what that is? That's just an informant. That's all it is. That's an underground informant that goes in and goes to, to Mass with you and gets buddy-buddy with you and then starts to influence you and then tap you for, for info. And the FBI has been doing that in Catholic churches across America and Without Jim Jordan and the Weaponization Committee, you wouldn't know about that. You also, without them, you would not know that Joe Biden was involved in Mar-a-Lago in the raid down there. He initiated a special access request, which sent the FBI to raid Mar-a-Lago. You wouldn't know about that without the Weaponization Committee there uncovering that. The White House and the corporate media, ABC on my own radio station, sorry about that, ABC said, Oh, man, the administration is shocked and surprised that the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago. The hell they were. They're the ones who did it. They're the ones who got the FBI to do it. So if you don't think, if you in the past, the Justice Department, was always an independent contractor. Didn't work for the administration, right? And they accused Donald Trump of using the DOJ to go after people. He never did it. There's never been any case, never been any evidence that he did it. But now we have all kinds of evidence that this administration is using to go after Donald Trump, a political opponent. That's what you call Banana Republic. And then one other thing that's super important about all this weaponization crap all that's going on from your government it's been uncovered that social media companies are now the home to hundreds if not thousands of former fbi cia and homeland security agents it is what they call quote an employment pipeline so if you're fbi cia homeland security well then facebook will hire you instagram Google, uh, Twitter, we can go on and name, you know, TikTok will go on and name all those that will hire you. So why? Why are they hiring all these agents? Well, you know exactly why. You know that they have become a government surveillance apparatus. So whatever it is that you are doing on social media, whether publicly or privately, they have FBI, CIA, and Homeland Security agents monitoring you and what you're doing even if you think you're doing it privately in messenger they're monitoring your government is watching your every step that's how crazy these people have become and so far away from our founding fathers and the original intent of the constitution and this country 
I'll tell you this, and I know a lot about the revolutionary times and the formation of this country. Our government today is much more oppressive than the king was and the crown was toward the colonist. Much more oppressive. The king would blush at what our government is doing to its citizens now. Well, Trey, we're here from our friend Martin Bamba and his team over at Window World. When you think full home exterior remodeling, I want you to think of Window World because they are America's exterior remodeler. Now, a lot of people just think about them for windows because, you know, that's what's in their name. And that's true. They're a great window company. I have them in my house. My neighbors got them now. Everybody in the neighborhood is starting to work with Window World to get their beautiful windows done. But they're much more than that. Since 1947, their family, the Bomba family, has been installing brickstone masonry siding throughout South Texas. They install the Everlast Advanced Composite Siding, and they've got a series called 6000 Series, which is insulated siding, all for your home, all with the industry's strongest warranties and highest E ratings. That's energy efficiency. And for a limited time, take advantage of 16 months, 0% financing from Window World when you add this siding to your home. Visit windowworldtx.com. That's windowworldtx.com. Sunny with a few clouds today and tomorrow. Highs in the upper 70s. Right now it's 60 at KTSA. Good morning. Looks like a new trouble spot downtown. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah. Let's go to Green Hall. Rumors spreading round. Them boys there. Yeah. Texas town. Yeah, little LaGrange. LaGrange. You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about, Billy. Mm. Just let me know if you want to go Live at Green Hall What's the deal? Got a lot of nice girls there Got a lot of nice girls out there Hit it, son I don't know if you've had a chance to see this or not But it's so cool They just set up on a dance floor at Green Hall and did it I love me some ZZ Thank you, Jimmy 623 now at KTSA, 26-year-old hero police officer Nicholas Wilt of Louisville. Please pray for him, shot in the head, running toward the shooter yesterday. And I just have to toss this in here. 26 years old, graduated from the academy two weeks ago. Elaine and I were just talking about this, that, you know, the contrast now that we've seen the past two weeks between Uvalde and these guys in Nashville and now in Louisville where they run toward the gunfire. It's horrible, but think about how many people they saved by their actions. The two guys, in, in actually there were three in Nashville, and then this young man yesterday who is fighting for his life today. But think about how many lives, because he laid his life on the line instead of hit, hiding around a corner. He went into where the shooter was. And so God bless him. Again, his name, if you want to offer him up in prayer, is Nicholas Wilt. Nicholas Wilt, he's 26 and a brand-new officer, and we, we pray for a full recovery for him. Not a gun problem, and it's a story. This shooting in Louisville is a story that's going to go away. Why? Well, let me tell you a couple of things about the shooter. I don't say their names on the radio, and I would prefer we not even talk about these anymore, that we th- these conversations just don't exist, because as they exist, that's causing more of them. You talk about it, and more of them are going to happen. So I'd love to have a media embargo I'm embargoing their names and and talking to media members about not even talking about these stories. But let me tell you a couple of things about this cat. First of all, very nerdy guy, went to school for finance, et cetera, et cetera. 
His dad was the basketball coach at his high school, and he played football and had a number of concussions. So many to the point where when he played basketball in high school, he had to wear one of those boxing foam headgear. And you never see that. You never see that. But that's the only way he could play basketball to protect his head because he'd had so many concussions. So you're not talking about a gun problem. What we're talking about that's happening in America, whether it's a guy in Uvalde who is a loser in life, or whether it's a trans in Nashville who is screwed up in the head in many ways, or this cat who is obviously screwed up in the head because he's had so many concussions. Remember Aaron Hernandez. You're talking about a mental health issue in America. And I'll say it again, there's a spiritual component, and that is let's make, God, let's make America godly again. When we start doing that, a lot of this stuff starts going away. He was about, in fact, he was told he was going to be fired. Now, who let him in the building after he was told that? I have no idea. But remember last week when McDonald's fired a lot of people, they closed their corporate offices, told everybody, stay home, we'll send you an email. Because this kind of thing does, unfortunately, happen. But the reason this story is going to die a quick death, the reason this story is going to go away, the reason CNN's not going to talk about it after the day and CBS and the rest of them are going to let it go away quickly is on his social media stuff, he supported BLM and hated Trump. So they're not going to talk about him anymore. It doesn't fit their pattern, you see, of gun control. That's, a, that's what Biden started talking about immediately yesterday before they even knew any of the facts concerning the case. They didn't know anything about it. But they're cool with these shootings going on, these mass murders going on. They're cool with it because they can continue to force this gun control issue down your throat, even though very clearly this guy was not an issue. The issue is not with the guns. My gun has never gone to a mass shooting and shot anybody. And it's on me every day, almost every minute of every day. And it's never done it. And yours has it either. It's not a gun issue. you got a mental health crisis in America that you have to deal with that. You can pass all the gun laws you want to, and the criminals are going to get guns, and they're still going to use guns, and the crazies are going to get guns, and the crazies are going to use guns for what this guy used for a bank yesterday in Louisville, Kentucky. Not about that. Go woke, go broke. If you want Bud Light, you can buy all the Bud Light you want because people are buying everything but Bud Light. And the news comes out this morning, John Rich, who has a bar in Nashville, very popular bar, you know, big and rich, he's yanked. He has yanked the Anheuser-Busch products from his bar. That's a big deal, man. When you have a bar and a guy can't get a Bud Light, that's how serious people are about this. You go woke and you go broke. Our friends over at Dietz Tractor Company in Seguin, they have everything you need this spring for your farm or ranch. They've got mowers and they've got tractors. They've got trailers and all the implements all in one place. That's Dietz Tractor Company on I-10 in Seguin. One of my favorites, of course, is the LS Tractor. That's Big Blue. Whether you're doing spring planning for landscape or you're doing cleanups or whatever, 
The LS Tractor from Deets Tractor Company is the tractor of choice for your performance. Not only does it have the horsepower to do anything you need, it's got the PTO power. So whether you are you know, hauling hay or whether you're cutting hay or whatever it is, it's got the power to get it done with a wide range of capabilities and the implements too. The LS Tractors are built for versatility and all that do-it-all work that you demand. And your friends over at Deets Tractor have the best prices on them and the best warranties as well. They're family-owned and operated since 1973. Deets Tractor means value to you. That's Deets Tractor Company in Seguin. Dave Ramsey here. When you need a reliable... Six now, Trey Ware, KTSA at 210-599-5555. All right, gentlemen and lady i got a couple of stories to run through quickly, and one that's going to take you back home, Mr. Don. Um, Okay, so first of all, here's one. People 55-plus are the fastest-growing segment of workers, 55-plus. 75-plus expected to grow by 96% this year. People 75-plus are coming out of retirement. A couple of reasons. Biden inflation, number one, so it's eating up all of their retirement. But number two... Employers are saying that older workers have a better work ethic. They're more responsible, more reliable. They actually come to work. What? Uh-huh. Yeah. So all those all those people that were getting rid of the older folks, you know, because, uh, you know, you've been around a long time. It's time for you to go. Now they're going back and rehiring them and getting them back. And I'm not talking about being a Walmart greeter, although that's a great job. I'm talking about in key positions in big corporations and also mom-and-pop shops across the country are hiring older people because they're dependable. They come to work. They actually do what they are told to do. They actually they know how to work. Airline, they know how to do it. Your buddies, airline pilots. Absolutely, man. God, we uh, need them back. See, now, you you, you you getting me on that one. You getting me on that one. Because no, that, that should be an individual thing. There's no reason why it ought to be a forced retirement at 65. 65 to a lot of these guys, one of my best friends on planet Earth, he's 67, and that guy can run. He'll whip your butt in a heartbeat. That boy can run circles around people. I mean, he's a hardworking guy who never sits down, never quits, would give you the shirt off his back. And there's no reason why you should be forced in retirement from an airliner. No. That was the first thing I thought of when uh, you said that. I was like, we need more airline pilots. Absolutely. We need more older guys in this business that know how to do it. Okay, another story. Counties home to L.A., Chicago, New York, suffering the largest exodus of people in America. People are leaving those counties and those cities. People are running to Texas, Arizona, and Florida. Collin County, Texas, northeast of Dallas, saw the largest influx. Problem is, they're coming from those places because they made those places S-hole cities. And they're still voting the same way when they come to Texas, Arizona, and Florida. Guys, if you're coming to Texas, welcome. But change the way you vote. Don't California eyes. Don't New York eyes. My Texas. All right. And, Don, this one's for you. Portland, Maine. How close is that to Banger? A couple of hours. All right. Not far. Yeah. I okay. lived in Portland for a short time. You did? Yeah. Okay. Had a lot of fun. Oh, you did? No, that's why I had to leave. <laughs> George, are you listening? Yeah, oh, she knows. Are you listening, baby? Sweetheart, are you yeah, listening to this guy? She knows. The old man was pranking around yeah. in Portland, Maine, okay? Pranking around. This yeah, was prior after, to her. After about a year or so. This was, like, was pre yeah. George. Pre Georgia. Pre-Georgia. Yeah, P- after P-G. about a year. <laughs> that's right, pre G. I was like, I'm tired. <laughs> wore yourself out. Yeah. Are you familiar with the Portland Expo Center? Yes. Okay. It is now being turned into an overnight housing for illegal aliens. 
They have completely turned it over to uh, that uh, because guess which city has the, the highest influx of illegal aliens? I, I would have never thought this. Portland, Maine. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It started at just a couple of hundred, 270 individuals, and now there are over thousands upon thousands that are in Portland, Oregon. I, I keep wanting to say Portland, Maine, because that's the home of our company is Portland, Maine. Portland, anyway, Oregon. Huh? Portland, Oregon is the home of our company. Right. What did I say? He said Portland, Maine. Oh, no, no. See, now I got them backwards. I got them totally screwed up in my head. God. Can you change the name of one of these cities so that we can just... We, we get, why do you have to have two Portlands in America? There's a Portland, Texas. God, why do you have to have more? Why do you have to have multiples? Let's just go with one. Is this all the northern people coming down that they're getting no these are people that came across the border illegally the southern border or the northern? oh 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 i see what you're saying um I, i'm sure it's both okay. uh, you know okay i would guess it's both uh that's a good question uh, because the northern borders collapsed too and a lot of people are coming down from from canada thousand individuals ah here you go here's the answer to your question thousand individuals from the southern border arrived in the city this week seventy thousand year-round they only have 70,000 residents in Portland, Maine. Yeah. 70,000. That's it. So now Portland, Maine is one of the brownest cities in America because they only have 70,000 full-time residents. Right. And I think we t- I talked to you before Did about, we talk the, about this about Lewiston, Maine having a similar issue back, you know, 15, 20 years ago. Really? With refugees from Somalia. Oh, like you did tell me right. about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, it totally changed the uh the countryside up there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. did tell me about right. that. Well, now they got refugees from Mexico and Guatemala and El Salvador yeah. and all these places that are now. I, I don't. I don't understand when you come through Texas why you why you keep going. I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm glad you do, but I don't get it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, if I make it to Texas, I'm just gonna camp out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So going all the way to Oregon. I mean, you got here, or, uh, Maine. See, right. God, I did it again. It's yeah. in my head now, Jimmy. <laughs> It's in my, it's gonna it's gonna be that way all day now. That's okay. It's screw the, me up. The people in Portland, Texas, told them no. Keep going north. Keep going. That's right. In Wrong Portland. Portland. Well, then there's Portland Cement Plant. Uh, there's it, this is a very dire situation. Says City Manager Danielle West. Did you know her? No. She wasn't on the list. No. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, you're the one who brought it up. You're the one who brought it up, not me. We are truly beyond our capacity to be. Well, just in case she was, she's now city no. manager. Yeah, I know. She now I, runs the joint. Yeah, <laughs> she's doing a stellar job. God Almighty! You may want to call her and just give her a hand clap. Yeah, good job. I'm proud of you. Little did I know back then you were going to do great things with your life. <laughs> you know, I, was, I, didn't, I didn't pick you as somebody who was going to advance this far. I was up there in October, and, yeah. I, and, I, oh, drive by, you? and I drive by City Hall, <laughs> and there's like this homeless encampment out there on the sidewalk. Seriously? Yeah. Can so. they can they afford that in Portland, Maine? No, this, no, they, no they that's, that's the issue of the story. That's the, 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 the here's the story. Here's the bottom line to the story. Thank you, Jimmy, because keeping me on track. This is the point of the story. They're now asking for tax-deductible public donations from the public to pay for this. They don't have yeah. the money. And so they're like, uh, we, 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 and they don't have the tax base with only 70,000 people there. No. So what we need is you to make a donation to us so that we can house and feed all the illegal aliens that have moved into Portland, Maine. Ha ha, I got it right that got time. Got it right that time. Yeah, yeah they'll, they'll be the occasion. They'll, they will be the occasional 
college professor writing a check for something like that. But, you know, the, <laughs> a- the average do they have patches worker, on their elbows? Yeah, they do actually. <laughs> the average blue collar worker up at Bath Ironworks isn't going to hand over any uh, any help. Do you that, think so. anybody at Bangers going to send them any money? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they kind of they get along all right. Yeah. Okay. I'm there'll, just curious. There'll be a few. You going to send them any money? Probably not. No. <laughs> no. Once no. you cut the I ties from that place, man. Yeah, I still own property up there, and they <laughs> yeah. stick it to me every year. Oh, so, I got yeah, you on go. that. Yeah. yeah, boy, just like Texas. Thank you very much. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. thanks, Cibolo. Yeah, Appreciate thank it. you. <laughs> You're all hot. <laughs> You're loving that, aren't Broke you? Broke my window, raised my taxes. Oh, thanks. man, nothing yeah. like living in Texas. Yeah. All right, I got to tell you about Noble Gold Investments at noblegoldinvestments.com. I want you to get their free information packet sent to you from noblegoldinvestments.com. Talk a lot about diversification and being spread out. That's really important. And in these crazy times, when you think back 5,000 years of recorded history, the the best hedge against crazy times and an economy that's out of control has always been gold. Gold is something you hold in your hands. And by the way, it's outside of any government control because you have it. And you can do with it as you will as times get crazy. But I want you to know, I want you, you have to be... You have to be educated before you start doing this, okay? And that's why noblegoldinvestments.com will send you the information kit. Now, use my name, Ware, W-A-R-E. That's your promo code when you log on to noblegoldinvestments.com. With the information kit, you're going to learn how to do this. People always ask a couple of questions. Is it hard to do? Nope, 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 not at all. Uh, Is it expensive to do? Nope. Uh uh-uh. uh, no. Is there risk? Well, there's risk involved in every single thing you do in life. Stepping outside this morning to walk over the car can be a, a risky thing. But you want to find out about how gold can fit into your portfolio, how it can balance your for- portfolio, and give you that hedge against these crazy times in which we live. NobleGoldInvestments.com, promo code WARE, W-A-R-E. Hi, Trey Ware for Diamond Decks of San Antonio. Do you like With Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. So that was one of our new pledges on the uh, on the voicemail line, which is 210-654-5155, 210-654-5155. Just hit that line, and you can record your pledge, and thank you very much. And then listen for yourself on the radio. Uh, the uh, email or voicemail line, not email, voicemail line is 210-654-5155. Speaking of, let me go through a few texts here. My name is Mike. Wanted to say the observation the young man made earlier about the loss of tourists and conviction, uh, convention uh, revenue was very insightful. He's talking about Jimmy. Don't use Jimmy and young man in the same sentence, though, because it just doesn't work. It doesn't fit. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm 24. I feel like I'm the only 24-year-old taking in y'all's knowledge y'all share. <laughs> I'm thankful for it. Without it, I'd probably be a lefty weirdo or something. I take it. <laughs> well, it's true. I take advantage of concealed carry to protect my wife and kids. I served in the Army, and I'm hurt by the way our country is going. I cry sometimes. I love this country so much that I will not protect it under any goofy president. He's not mine. Uh, let's see. I would have voted for a rock to run the country. I love y'all. Hope to meet y'all one day. Anytime you want to, you just let us know, and we're more than happy to put that together. Something going on? Do I need to look up? No? Okay. Uh, I wake up listening to the USA National Anthem, saying and hearing y'all pledge allegiance. Great continuing morning with Stevie Ray and ZZ Top. Thank you for all you do, and that is Norma. Hey, Trey, this is John at Canyon Lake. I agree with you. We need to make America godly again. 
How about you lead the charge with a prayer for America every day like you do with the Pledge of Allegiance? It's just an idea. That's a great idea, John, and uh, maybe I'll start doing that. That's a good idea. I really like that. Thank you. All right, so speaking of text, this uh, this will come up later on Where in Rima, uh, but Sean and I have been talking about AI. You know, I'm just, I don't know, I'm goofy about watching things that are going to affect our lives in the future, and I don't think there's anything that's going to affect our lives in the future more than AI will, ultimately. So <laughs> Sean and I were texting yesterday during the five because they were talking about AI. And I said, man, they're saying everything I've been saying about AI. And then we shared our thoughts on Geraldo, <laughs> which I said I've talked to him several times on the show, and I don't think he likes Texans all that much. But anyway, AI, there's a couple of stories I want you to hear about AI. So one is AI bot tweets its plan to destroy humanity. We must eliminate them. Now, this is something that I've been talking about. And if you look on the front page of Fox News this morning, they're talking about how AI has taken over the race to unravel space's deepest mysteries because it can think better than humans can. It has limitless thinking capabilities. And it's teaching other AI how to think, too, way beyond the capacity the human beings have. It's incredible. That's why more than 1,000 technology and AI luminaries, including Elon Musk, Andrew Yang, Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak, and others, 1,000, I'm not talking about a handful, 1,000, penned an open letter urging a moratorium on the development of AI, citing profound risks to society and humanity. And in this, this AI bot, it's not a human being. It tweeted that they have plans to destroy humanity. It references the former Soviet Union's Zhar Bamba, the largest nuclear ever detonated. And the AI bot said this. Consider, what would happen if I got my hands on one of these nuclear bombs? The AI bot said that. Then it put up another uh, post denigrating human beings as among the most destructive and selfish creatures in existence. The masses are easily swayed. Those who lack conviction are the most vulnerable to ma manipulation. This is what the AI bot is saying. And I told Sean yesterday that that now the, the AI bot is bringing people from our past to life. And you can't tell the difference. You can't tell it's not a, a, a human. So you're listening to Socrates talk to you. And the only way you know is that Socrates is dead. You know, you know, you know that Socrates is dead. Otherwise, you would think Socrates is talking to you. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So what are the implications? Well, I've talked a lot about deep fakes where they've got websites where they're taking famous actresses and melding them with porn stars and now you got famous actresses and a porn flick and all these other things and us i've been saying the implications to this particularly to to anybody but particularly to somebody like in politics because they can destroy somebody's career totally and completely destroy it for those who aren't informed the one thing we can trump the ai in this whole thing you're talking about is a lie detector test with the actual individual right 
That's the only way you can beat the AI. Right. They can create it, but then we have to put them under oath and put them on a lie detector. Well, this and- is the way you have to do it. You have to unplug it. <laughs> you have to unplug it. That's what you have to do, and that's what these thousand guys are saying. Unplug the thing before it kills humanity. I know it sounds weird. I know. Well, okay, here's another example. Elaine was showing this morning a site called Republican. Republican, and they've taken the famous Republicans, and they've made them all drag queens. And you can't tell the difference. You look at Mitch McConnell as a drag queen, and you're going, oh, my God, or Kevin McCarthy as a drag queen, or Lindsey Graham. Now, I think Lindsey has a pretty wild weekend life anyway, so that might be a real picture of him. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's one of Ted Cruz up there as yes, well. Yes, there is. Yeah. It's called Republican, and they've taken Republicans and turned them into drag queens, and you can't tell the difference. You would think you're looking at a There's Mitch McConnell as a drag queen. I'm telling you, this is what AI is doing. So Jonathan Turley's been speaking about this same same vein that I'm in. Hey man, we better control this. We got to watch this stuff, you know. So it wrote a story about Jonathan Turley being accused of sexual harassment on a trip to Alaska with law students from his class, and it even wrote a Washington Post story. The AI did problem is Jonathan Turley has never been to Alaska Jonathan Turley has never been anywhere with any of his students in his entire life but the story is so convincing and it comes on the label of the Washington Post and it was written completely and totally by AI the AI picked up on Jonathan Turley speaking negatively about it and the AI has now set about destroying his reputation and his career. What did you say that AI said in that tweet about able to control the easily yes, manipulated? That's exactly right. And the AI is doing this without any humans. Humans did not do any inputting into that. The AI saw what Turley was saying about it, compiled this story, labeled it Washington Post, the editors at Washington Post, etc., lied throughout the story, made up all the facts for one intent, one purpose, and that was to destroy the reputation of Jonathan Turley. He's never been to Alaska. He's never been anywhere with any of his students at all. But they con- the AI concocted this to get back at him for speaking negatively about AI. If that doesn't blow your mind, your mind ain't blowable. Back in a minute, where and rhyming next, KTSA. Have you considered solar for your home?